bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up. Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. It's been an interesting day. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's weather and sports and shootings and all sorts of things going on. And so I'm I'm a little perplexed. I have to admit it. I'm I'm a little taken aback about what's really going on in Milwaukee. So you'll hear them again, but I have five things that I want to really, really, really talk about so that you understand some of the things that we need to do in this city. Um, I had a good conversation with a friend of mine and I asked him to get three or four other people together and let's, let's come on the show and let's sit down And let's determine what it is we need to do in order to correct some of the issues that are going on in Milwaukee. And I'll talk about some of the things later as it relates to classes and things of that nature that are going on. In the state of Wisconsin, right? We'll 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 talk about some of the things that you know. Um, John Jagler, he's a Republican from um, I forget where he's from, some Western County, who is pushing a bill for kids to learn 
certain things in school. It's a literacy bill. And so, and it's got bipartisan support and it just got out of the Senate and we're expecting it to go to Governor Evers and we'll see if he'll sign it or not. Right. So we'll, we'll kind of dive into that if we get some time. Today, a two-year-old was shot. I'm sorry, last night, a two-year-old was shot. We'll talk about the two women who were killed in a car crash speeding from the police, 20 and 28 years old. I'm, I'm not understanding it. They're, they're adults. But clearly, they're reflecting something in their family, something that they do, something that... Now, when you're an adult, you're on your own. You make your decisions, and you live with it, and you abide by it. But when you're underage... You're the responsibility of your parents. I don't care how you say it, how you do it, whether you agree or not. That's not my issue. My issue is the fact that we need parents to step up and do some things like be a parent. So I got some suggestions I want to throw out. And if you want to respond to them, 833-212-1017 is a number. Um, we may agree to disagree up front. We may agree to agree. You may have your comments, right? But if you don't call, I, I can't do nothing with you. We, we, need to, we need to have a conversation about it. And here's what I would ask ahead of time. Instead of you calling and telling me I'm wrong or telling me you disagree with me, just say what you're saying. In other words, I'll not say something to negate what you're saying. I'm just say how I feel about it. You don't have to go into the you're wrong about or you need to be or you need to do or you need to say, right? Just say what you're saying. That way, everybody's heard. So it's it's not said in a way that it sounds like you're trying. Well, let me let me counter what you said. No, don't counter what I said. Don't try to change my mind about what I think. Say how you think about it. If you say left and I say right, let's discuss left and right, not left versus right. Because we got to get out of this, this thing that things can't coexist at the same time. People can't believe the same thing or different things at the same time. Like that's literally what makes us different. And it makes us great and it makes us beautiful but there's some things that we need to do in the city of Milwaukee because city leaders are not going to tell us these are the things that need to change. We're going to let politics drive it. We're going to let personal experience drive it. We're going to let all these other things drive it. When in fact, it's personal responsibility. So number one, when your kid, does, well, I guess I started number five, right? When your kid does something wrong, let them be held accountable for it. Stop trying to get Johnny May and Johnny Boo out of trouble. If it's something that is going to stop them from eventually doing something bigger, let them pay the piper. Let them get um, community service. Let them go work and put in service hours. 120, 150, 200, 300. They'll live. Let them be held accountable and let them know that what you do has consequences. And that's everybody. I'm not talking about the mistakes. I'm talking about the intentional things. Number four, 
take care of and raise your children. It's not the police officer's job, the teacher's job, the firefighter's job. It's not even the daycare worker's job to raise your child. They keep your child safe, fed, warm, cool, but it's not their job to raise your kid. Your job is to raise your child, raise them, take care of them. If you are struggling, get help. If you need more than one job, get it. But I understand that sometimes you have to sacrifice. That's what welfare is for. So you can be a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad and take care of your kids to make sure they're the best and that they're being the best. Number three, go to college for at least an associate's degree in a trade. Learn something that you can use with your hands and your mind that can generate money, start a business, right? But learn it so that you have the credential. That's important because that way when you want to go out and you want to get a loan for your business or get something, you can show that you got formal trade training and you have a degree. So college may not be for everybody, but the trade is. So go for doing the trade. Now, there are other instances where you don't have to do that. You can simply go out, learn the trade, get certified and roll. But you still have that business thing, right? So when I say college, I put that in quotes because your college can be a leadership program. Your college can be an entrepreneurship program. Your college can be something. I'm talking about something that when you're done, they give you a sheet of paper that says you have gone through this and you have the experience and you can do this. You can start your business. You can be an electrician, a carpenter, a welder, whatever it is. Number two, if you're going to go to high school and you should, you need to graduate from high school and get a 2.5 or higher grade point average. Why do I say 2.5? Because when I graduated from college with my first degree, it was 2.0, like literally 2.01. What did that mean? That meant that I had to, my last year, year and a half, work and pay for school. So I had, hmm, I could be a slamming 4.0 student and not graduate, or I can be a 2.01 student, make it, but already have a job in the area that I'm getting a degree in. I had to make that decision, and I did. Kind of think it worked out okay. But that was my decision. Yours might be different. That's why I say, would my life have been a lot easier with at 2.5 or higher in college? Yes. I say, let's do that in high school so that way we don't have to bother with getting into the mindset of achieving. Now, does that mean that people that get less than a 2.5 are not achieving? No. Because I know some 1.8 students, some 1.5 students that are like billionaires today. So, you know, and no disrespect to Steve Jobs, God bless his soul. But uh, he was not the stellar student to the point where the school actually said, hey, um, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you your degree because you need to roll up out of here because we we, we tired of you. Um, Don't come back. Uh, If you try to go to grad school, we're going to block it. Like you're a terrible. Don't don't do this. And what did he do? Started a company that's worth over a trillion dollars. So there, there are differences, but basic, just basic, 2.5 GPA. But my number one is something that I'm sure half of you will disagree with. No, it's not a, 
what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's not a I'm not bashing you and I'm not belittling you or speaking negative of you. But one thing I've learned over time is you need to wait until you're married to have children. You need to have children in a space where you are able to take care of them. Does that mean that you can be single and have a child? That's on you. If you can take care of them, God bless you. Let's do it. But that's your choice, not mine. Mine, my preferred is get married first. Why? Because all the data and all the statistics shows that if you simply graduate from college, I'm sorry, my bad, graduate from high school and wait to get married to have children, you'll be successful. What do I mean successful? Raising great, well-adjusted kids that do great things in life, which is basically whatever their heart desires they're able to do. That's it. Because the city leaders aren't going to tell you that. They're going to undergird you without saying, hey, don't do that anymore. Wait for that. Yes, I know you made a mistake. Time one. Second time, we got to talk. But we're going to talk after the first time. Because it's time for us to step up to tell our community the things that are dragging us down are the things we're letting you get away with. What was on your mind that you thought you could drive and speed and think that you have enough experience driving a car at 20 and 28 that you would crash and kill both people inside? Like what what entered your mind and why aren't we complaining about it? Where are the. The screaming and the hollering from the city council, the citizens, the people, because I'm mad about it. Somebody could have cured cancer in that car and we don't know anymore. And I don't know why they did it. And we may never know. If I could leave you with anything today. If I could leave you with anything, if you got children in the city of Milwaukee, and they are under the age of 18, I just got one suggestion. Get your kids. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-0017 is the number. So here's the deal. Talking text line. 414-852 sent a note and said, Dr. Ken, I truly appreciate you speaking on our youths. However, if you're speaking to the parents, do you think they listen to the truth for this valuable information? Yes. Since youth do a lot of social media, should these messages be posted there? What are your thoughts? Well, I'm not trying to talk to the youth. I'm talking to the parents. Parents are in charge of youth, not 
youth. So so why would I be talking to the I don't I don't I don't get that. Like I don't I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't get it. This has to be a direct conversation. Social media is cute. I love social media, but that's what it is. It's a, it's a cacophony of garbage and really good things all in the same place. And you got to learn how to weed through and find stuff and all that. But social media can't take the place of an actual face-to-face conversation telling your kid. Like you would tell your kids that the police were after them how to respond and how to act when you get stopped by the police. But you won't have a conversation with your kid on how to act so that they don't get in trouble and arrested by the police. Am I, am I missing something? Or do parents just not care? Children are having children. That's part of the problem. If you're an adult and you decide to have a child, that's on you. And I say that's on you as in that's, that's your prerogative, your suggestion. I have to respect it. Well, I don't have to respect it, but that's your choice. I can agree, disagree, respect, not respect. It shouldn't have any, any, it, kept, it should have no inkling of making you feel bad or thinking bad because you are an adult and you decide it and that's it. And I can still love you to death. It, it's no skin off my back. But at some point when children are acting or acting like a knucklehead, we have to actually do something about it. Before I get to the call, um, Security Mike said, get at it, Dr. Ken. You're saying just write, get your kids, because if they blanking up, but you know we getting these kids from kids, having kids and parents, you know who they are. They just hope they listen to you, Security Mike. Well, you get to a point in life, and I, and, I, and I know when that is. That's like between 33 and like 37, 38 years old. You get in that space, and then you look at your life, and you realize Okay, so if retirement is at 65, maybe 67, oh, millennials, Gen Z, y'all might have to go to 70. (laughs) You might have to work till you 80. But think about that. You get to that point where you go, I'm going to do this for the, nah. And that's when you kind of come into your own and you think about what are some of the things we do. But what I found out is that white people go through that at like 22. They graduate from college and go, hmm. I think I'm going to try this. Nah, I don't like that. And by 25, they're in something completely different. We, black people, no, let me speak for that. Me, late bloomer. The ages of people going to get PhDs is older when it's black. The going to graduate school is older when you're black. Why is that? Like, what, what are we missing? What are we, I don't know. And so that's one of those things we need to look into, something that we can use to encourage our youth to say, these are some of the things you're going to go through, and then you're going to hit that wall, and you're going to have to figure out what you love to do. For me, it was doing something you would actually do for free. Like sitting here talking on the radio, right? 
with Rhea sitting there going, hey, take the break, do this, do that, right? That's like a space where if one or both of us could do it for 24 hours, I would like sit here and talk for 24 hours because that is what I love to do. That's, I don't know if I'd call it passion. That's a calling, right? You would do it paid, unpaid, free podcast, don't matter. You do it. And that's what we tend to find in our 30s, right? Whites tend to find that in their 25, 28. So it always seems like they're ahead of the curve when, in fact, they just went through life sooner because they had information and knowledge from their parents, family members sooner. But that's just me. 833-212-1017 is the number. Vincent, you're on the new 1017, The Truth. Good evening, Dr. Ken. How are you, sir? Doing well, doing well. Um, first of all, I'd like to say I agree with all of your points uh, that you made about uh, first basically boiling it down to you need to, take, you need to deal with your kids. But my dilemma is on the number one, and my problem is on the number one point that you have. Okay. The fact, the fact is, is that uh, how, do we, how do we get individuals who decide to go out here and have babies mm-hmm. and have no intention of nurturing or making that child the number one uh, 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 issue in their lives, to the success of this child, the number one issue in their lives, who just go out here and have baby after baby. Mm-hmm. The, men do, the men aren't in the home. Uh, the women really don't care. They're not nurturing their kids. They're just out here. Because we know that the first three or four years are, 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 are the most important uh, uh, years to try to nurture a child in order to get them ready to get out here in this world. And we have individuals out here, which I believe is, is the beginning of the pipeline where these, these young children are being basically uh, destroyed. It's individuals who have these children and, don't, they don't, and have no inkling or, or really don't care about raising these killed children. Okay. And so how, you know, and, and that's why I'm lost. I don't know mm-hmm. how do you get to individuals and say, listen, if you're not, if you're not willing to, to, to make this child the most important thing in your life, then, then, then you, can't ha- you, you shouldn't be having children. But, but, but time after time, we have these children that come out and these parents don't care that these kids are on the street at, at any time of the night. They're not, they're not being made sure, not, 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 going, uh, uh, not making sure these children are being educated. Uh, uh, the fact is, they could care less. And so, so, and year after year, these kids are being put out on the street. And so the pipeline continues, continues from, that, from that point on, and that's why we continue to have all these problems. It's because now we don't want to deal on the back end. Well, now we need to go out here and talk to these young people and try to get them straight and everything else. The fact is, is that the fact is, it's being, it's being the problem is at the front end, not not in the middle or the back end. The problem is in the front end. It's trying to get individuals to understand that when you have a child, this is your responsibility, and you need to raise that child. I and think that, that, that's where I'm lost. That's that's that, that's where that's where I'm lost at. I think one of the reasons you may be lost, if I might. Um, venture into that before we go to break. I think one of the things and the reasons why is that we go on the assumption that we know why children are having children. And so when we say things like they have children and they have no intention to take care of them, that causes a person to respond to that in a way that may or may not help the majority of those who actually do. And so we have to be very, very 
careful when we assume what the problem is and go out and do things. Many times we accuse whites of doing that, which is many times is what they do. We go into places and we think, I know what the problem is. I know what the solution is. Let's do this. When in fact, that's really not the issue. And what you're fixing doesn't actually need fixing. And so we go, we mm-hmm. do it time and time again. NGOs go into poor and impoverished countries like Haiti and all that. And then we start doing things and we disrupt their economy and we cause people who are there working and making a living and building. We destroy them because we bring all this free stuff. We bring, if you ever get a chance, see the, the video poverty Inc. And you'll see how, mm-hmm. how countries around the country, including in Africa have been almost destroyed by Decent-minded folks coming in, thinking there's poverty, and we're going to help these poor people, and we give them stuff free instead of undergirding the economy. We almost did it in Flint, right? They had a water issue. So instead of paying money to the corner grocery that sold water so that mom and pop store could stay in business, we shipped water to Flint and basically caused them to lose money. Doesn't make any sense. Because we thought we knew better than the people that were already there. Let's talk to these kids. Let's talk to them and sit down and say, why did this happen? How did this happen? What can we do to mitigate this and just stop this completely? Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. And, and, and uh, I, I, uh, I was a social worker, and, and I grew up in uh, uh, well, well, one of my vocations was dealing with young people, especially in group homes, and that's where mm-hmm. I was. And so I have talked to young people. Well, well, this was a while back, but I have talked to young people that were that were under my purview, that uh, you know about the same issue, these things. And but the point is, is that it it doesn't mitigate the circumstances. Correct. Is that when a when a man goes out here and decides, and and and, and he knows he's not equipped to have a child to go out here and have a child, and he's not, and he and, and and says, hey, you know, I'm not taking care of this child. I'm not going to be in this child's life. You have a mother that says, hey, uh, you know, hey, I'm having this child, but, you know, hey, I'm not going to raise this child. I'm not going to nurture this child. And, and, and so, uh, and so I, I think you can talk to them blue in the face. But when, 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 when they decide to do this, it creates a problem for society. And so then society has to somehow deal with this issue uh, 12, 13 years down the road. Mm-hmm. And then we're still trying to figure out, how, well, how did, how did this happen? And we know how it happened. You had individuals that, that didn't step up to the plate when they, when they needed to or, or, or decided not to have or decide, well, hey, I'm going to wait. Like you said before, wait till you're married or find somebody or wait till you're ready uh, uh, financially or whatever to have this child and you're ready to take care of this child. And, this is, and, 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 and to me, that's, that's, that's the beginning of the whole issue. And, 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 and I don't know how to solve that. All right. Well, maybe we'll figure something out today. Thank you much, Vincent. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Dr. Gale. All right. Traffic, sports, and weather, you, youth, and how you going to get your kids. Up next. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Uh, Before the break, we were talking about youth and what parents need to do in order to, well, what black people need to do in Milwaukee, what all people need to do in Milwaukee to make sure that the community is safe and kids are not doing whatever the heck it is they want to do when they want to do it. Al, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Uh, yes, thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a single parent or you have both parents from what I have seen, these kids are not raised with love. And a lot of these kids have had either one or both parents bail on them when they needed them the most. And from mentoring some of these kids that I do, I always reassure they're smart, they're bright, and they're intelligent. But one thing you will not do is be like the man who bailed on you because they have left this young boy or this young girl at the belly of the beast. So now this kid has nobody to lean on nor talk to. And some of the issues is some of these parents like to see they self-repeat, rather saying, let me take care of the child that I got. So when these kids get in this world, they get in this world, they have nobody to talk to, and the one person that they can depend on bailed on them. And that's why these kids are out of control because there's no structure and there is absolutely no love. So how but, do you how do you speak for all of them? How, how do you how do you? It sounds like you're going on some good evidence that you've had in interacting with kids, but that can't be all of them. Well, put it like this: for for the kids that I came in con- contact with, mm-hmm. and maybe it's different for other kids. In order for a kid or a young lady to be on the right path is from the loss of love or it's from something that happened in their life when they had nobody to talk to them. Meaning you have a child who goes through something and you have the father who wants to degrade the mother in front of the child, or they leave the child in the house all day while they run the streets, do drugs, make kids. And then when the kid comes to you and say, daddy, This is the reason why this is happening with us. It is a parent who will tell that young child, that young girl, you are a liar. And and this is not the reason why. So when these kids in this world, it's like they're running saying, help me, help me, somebody help me. And when you reach out to that child, that child cries out to you. And when you go back to that parent, that same parent, whether it's one or two parents in that house, are the ones that's in denial, and they put that kid at the belly of the beast. And so and then, getting a check for- and so then, what about the ones that come from those same households, those same neighborhoods, and win and graduate and go on and lead good, productive lives? I, well, who that, don't have the parents? Well, a- who don't have the two? Whose parent? left them who are raised by a single parent who are on welfare. What about them? Well, that's because they, ha- well, they have the dedication, determination, the inspiration. Are you to sure? But no, no. See, it's got it, to be more than that. It's got to be more than that. I, I think Barack Obama said it best. Like everybody got helped by somebody. 
So, so sometimes you and I both know, well, you can not believe it. That's okay. But determination and hard work and grit, not everybody has it. Not, well, not everybody have, can I think everybody has it. I think they just don't want to use it. I think because that's a, see, I think that's those, a negative way to think about people who don't win. Sometimes situations kind of and circumstances. Sure. Cause well, oh oh but but, 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 but but before you ask me the question, understand when I gave the information and the statistics of broken home and and one parent and welfare and all that, I was talking about me. But go ahead. Okay, well I can use I, I can use some of my family members and congratulations that you made it as well. But what I'm saying is, for those who do not put in the work, you can't be the first one on the front line looking for the the resources because slow feet don't eat. It's about what you put in to get you to the other side. But and what that if you comes can't? from within you. But what if you can't? No, you can. No. No, see, no. if you say there are, you can't. There are that, some that, instances no. where you, you, you actually can't, and you literally need a helping hand. My mother was sick. Well, she I, had cancer, both breast and colon cancer. She was on welfare. She eventually got off, got a job, and retired from it. But during that time, she needed help. So you, it's well, easy that, to say but, that, but when you don't know the individual circumstances and situations, it, it's difficult to generalize about a group or generalize, oh, you could just suck it up and work. Sometimes you can't. Well, you know, that might be true, too. But no, it's not might I, well, be true. Well, that's I what I lived. Be, you can't say it might be true. Well, that, well that's for you. That's what but I'm when saying. I look at people, but when I look at people where the mother was a junkie, the daddy was an alcoholic, and mm-hmm. all the kids came to be doctors and lawyers, mm-hmm. it was from their determination, determination nope. that they nope. used to push themselves. Nope. I guarantee you somebody reached in and grabbed a hold of them and said, hey, go over there. Hey. Why don't you think about doing that? Hey, why don't you look at this? Hey, why don't you come to this program? Hey, why don't you go to Boy Scouts? Hey, why don't you do? There is always Boys and Girls Club, Urban League. There's always somebody that reaches in and has that voice that's able to say, you know what, Al? I think you should think about doing that. That's all. All right. Well, that's your prerogative then. Okay. Have a great day. All right. I just I just think it's important that we understand that there were people that helped my mother help us. I, in turn, help other people help their kids. That's that's the giving back part. The 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 mentoring piece. That's what that is. You have to always I think you should always leave somebody in a better space than when you left them. Otherwise, why are you in their life? If you're not fighting to make somebody better than they are, which usually makes them mad and gets people upset. I mean, it did when it did for me. But but later it goes, oh, okay, that's what they was. That's what he was telling me. Oh, that's what she said. That's what I need to do. Yeah. Give people time to process things. Everything's not instant. Everything is not this instant change. We're not going to fix Milwaukee overnight. We're not going to fix teen pregnancy overnight. But when we have people walking around saying, well, you know, everybody's going to do it, that's a defeatist attitude. That defeats the point that the majority of black people are in middle class. The majority of black people graduated from high school. The majority of black people are successful. 
But for some reason, we won't use that as the mold for black. We use negative as the mold for black. And because we don't run the media and we're not in control of anything, unless we fight it, that's what we continue to get. 833-212-1017 is the number. What do you think about our youth? Like, what are, what are we going to do to change this? Am I correct in my assertion that it's the parents and we got to fix the parents? Let's help the parents. But I say it then and I say it now. Oh, by the way, in the five o'clock hour, I'll be giving away some, you know, you know, making sure that somebody qualifies for the one call. That's all. So when you hear it, make, make sure you call in. It'll be in the five o'clock hour. It might be before. I don't know. I haven't made up my mind. 833-212-1017 is the number. Talk and text line up next. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. It's the, the, the hibbe. I'll get it right. Is the number. Um... So in the five o'clock hour, we'll be kind of hollering at you to, you know, see if you want to qualify because Friday, don't tell nobody, but Friday, we're going to be, you know, it's one of them days and we're going to be doing it. And so you need to be here and you need to be listening to your phone because if you qualified, that means that somebody round up in here is going to be giving you a call because we've been entering Truth Fans three months, right? We've been taking, let me see, April, May and June. And this Friday, we finally get to pick our one call. That's all $5,000 giveaway winner. So make sure you tune in to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly Friday at 8.30 a.m. to make sure you don't miss your call. Because if you do, we just go to the next person and then we just kind of go until we find our $5,000 winner. So, again, that's the big Gruber Law Office's 5K giveaway this Friday on Truth Be Told Right here on the award-winning 1017 The Truth, but right here on Truth in the Afternoon in the 5 o'clock hour, we'll be getting somebody else qualified. And then, who knows? I think the person a couple times ago, they I we qualified them on Wednesday and they won on Friday or qualified on Thursday and they won. So, make sure you buy your phone and when you hear the blankety-blank, blankety-blank, I'm not going to say it because then if I say it, you'll call um, and be caller number blankety blank, then you'll be qualified. You'll win, and that'll be that. So make sure you hang out. Uh, talk a text line four one four five zero seven said you can't have, you can't give what you've never had. If for the past decades we as elders have missed the mark in bringing up our children in the way they should go, where do they, where where do they learn? Social media. Peer pressure out on the streets. Many young parents are struggling with their own unresolved issues and hurts from parenting they received. And this has been going on for some time now. This is only my humble opinion. I, I, I respect your humble opinion. Uh, let me see. What you, you can't give what you never had. True. If, I'm sorry. Let me not say true or false. Let me say agree. 
if you if for the past several decades we as elders have missed the mark in bringing up our children in the way they should go, where do they learn? Well, if you're an elder and you've made it, why did it happen? Like, did you drop the ball? And it sounds like you're saying it's your fault that the kids are bad. So I agree. But I didn't miss the mark. I raised mine. Many people I know didn't miss the mark. Raised theirs. And I've seen young people, watch this, who had kids while they were kids whose children are phenomenal. Like, I literally spoke to a woman Sunday when I was leaving church. I'm, I'm trying to drive out of church. Somebody drove in. You know, you drive close to a car and you're like parked in opposite directions talking on the driver's side. And she looks at me and says, do you know who I am? And I said, well, yeah, I know who you are. And, this, uh, and she said, yeah, I remember. Now, I remember this woman when she was younger. I don't remember if she was married or not, but she, she, she was pregnant, had a baby. I remember this because I went, what are you showing me? She said, yeah, my son is in college. I was like, huh? That's when I knew I was getting old. In college? She's like, yeah. Well, what do you do? Oh, he's your frat brother. He just came in like a month ago. I was like, okay. So he's doing great things. Oh, he does this and this and this and this. Goes to an HBCU, does this and this and this and this. This is a kid that's a sophomore. A sophomore in college. And when she gave me the list of what he was doing, I knew she did it. Like, she she slammed it. She was a single parent, and her kid is phenomenal. Like many kids of single parents. So what's the disconnect when you have two parents or one parent, but somewhere you don't learn? So is this something that we need to do in schools? We're getting around the literacy. We're getting around to, to finance, teaching kids about money in school. Again, is it time to teach parenting? Is it time to say, hey, here's your parenting class? When I was in school, we had to take a class. Oh, you got to learn how to cook. You got to learn how to clean. You got to learn how to balance checkbook and do all this stuff. I don't even think they do that anymore. So what are we doing? And I say we because some of us have had to, you know, step in the gap and help people out. And I am 100% for that. I always say if I'm going to pay more in tax dollars, I want to pay more so that in a decade, people are better off. They should be winning. They should not be struggling. So if I'm going to pay more in taxes, make it be very specific. If I'm going to pay more for a kid to be in, yeah, you got to lock up in jail because you got in trouble and you're an adult. And now you go to jail, right? Put a school in jail. When they come out, make it mandatory. They have a two-year degree and a trade so they can come out and get a job. But that might make too much sense to some people who don't necessarily want us to win. And it sounds like some of those people are in the majority in Madison.